You're listening to the Health Powered Productivity Podcast by RaiderCo. I'm Marcy Raider, founder and chief productivity lead. This podcast's mission is to give you and your team bite-sized, time-saving, focus-boosting, health-improving tips that you can implement right away. Now, on with the show. Daniel Pink's book, The Power of Regret, How Looking Backward Moves Us Forward, talks about why saying no regrets doesn't make sense and that we should all have regrets. If we didn't, it would mean we didn't try anything new or push ourselves. It's what makes us human and helps us get better. Having regret can improve future decision-making, boosts performance, and provides more profound meaning. And by the way, the tattoo removal business is a $100 million a year industry. Take that in for a second. Pink says regret is a marker of a healthy, maturing mind and argues that people who don't have regrets would be considered seriously ill. If we don't regret our poor decisions, we won't make better ones in the future. We could be delusional, pretend it didn't happen, and continue making a wrong choice. Pink also proposed keeping a failure resume. If you've followed me for any length of time, you know that I love this idea because I do so many reflections and journaling throughout the year and on different milestones. It reminded me of how Jocko Willink will say good when something goes wrong because he can learn from it. If leaders, business owners, and well, anyone would talk about what they've messed up at, we might not be as afraid to test our limits and we could actually keep others from making the same kind of mistake. A ton of research shows that disclosing our thoughts, feelings, and actions by talking or writing about them brings us physical, mental, and professional benefits. There are four foundational regrets, stability and security, missed opportunities, moral, which is belief in our own goodness, and connection, neglecting people who give our lives purpose. So far, I've written one and a half pages of failures and then reflected on the lessons I've earned from each of them. And I'll share just a few with you here. One, not finishing my first Ironman. It was raining cats and dogs and in the 50s, which is very chilly for a swim, bike, and run. It was an epically miserable day where I got hypothermia so bad, I ended up paradoxical undressing and was pulled out. I was told I could go to the warming room or home, but I couldn't continue. Paradoxical undressing. That means that you have hypothermia so bad that you start taking off your clothes. And that's why you will find people that have died, you know, at Everest or, you know, they've frozen somewhere outside and they're naked. And you're like, what was going on here? Well, I learned about this within the last five years. Um, I was reading about it in a book or listening to a podcast or something. And admittedly, I had lied for like a decade um, saying that I wrecked my bike and my shirt got caught and I took, you know, and I had to take my shirt off because it had ripped. When really I had taken off my shirt and I had no idea why and I was so embarrassed and I couldn't explain it. I had hypothermia and I took my shirt out. So when I learned this, I, it was like this epiphany and I told my husband, I was like, oh my gosh, 
okay, first of all, I lied to you. And second, this is how bad my hypothermia was. So that was um, definitely a lesson earned, but it was also to trust my gut because I had a coach at the time that told me that, quote, real iron men don't change clothes, unquote. And so even though it was super cold, I kept on my little tri, you know, my little tri triathlon outfit and didn't wear socks with my bike shoes because that's not what I did as triathlete and everything. And I should have put on socks and leggings and a long sleeve shirt and all of that. And it was a rookie mistake. Second one, making an insulting statement to the physical education majors at my university when I was a junior and giving a presentation on my exercise science program. I still feel bad about this, and this was in 1997. The lesson was to know my audience. I didn't realize there were PE majors and professors in the room. And it translates to now because I do a pre-event interview to find out who will be in attendance, their role, and if there's anything I should know going in. And I also research the company and check for last minute PR releases and news on the day that I'm presenting. Another failure, being a roommate. In my first year of college, I roomed with my very best friend, which was a huge mistake. I thought as an extrovert, I would love dorm life, but I'm really an ambivert and I need a lot of privacy. It turns out I don't enjoy living with anyone, let alone, you know, two people in a little tiny space. And the one roommate that I've ever had that I long, got along great with, besides my husband, was because we had completely different schedules and we were hardly home at the same time. And I'm still friends with her after all these years, but my friendship with my high school pal was never the same and I have deep regrets about it. So the lesson earned was to recognize that I'm not a peach to live with and that, you know, I didn't live with anyone during my first year of grad school. I just sucked it up and didn't have a lot of money, but made sure that I, you know, lived by myself. Another failure, testing out the tip jar with this podcast. Many podcasts take donations and gifts to fund them, and we thought we would try it out too but it didn't align with our brand. And while people are willing to pay top dollar to invest in a workshop or coaching, investing in the podcast wasn't a priority, so we ended it. And the lesson earned was to check with my business and my branding coach first. They said it wasn't a good fit for my community and me. And then another one, last one, training for ultra endurance events when I was also traveling 48 weeks a year. I was gone all week for work, and then for my husband on the weekends to train. No bike, ride, run, or swim was worth the strain it put on my marriage. The lesson earned was to always put my husband first and not to book too many trips in a row or not have enough time in between trips. Also to strategically plan my weekends so we have quality time together. And then just a little bonus failure since I just mentioned the ultra endurance events. Competing in over 100 events in a decade triggered Hashimoto's disease, early menopause at 36, and 
was not healthy. And I've read, I've written about it and I've talked about it. Um, and I, Hashimoto's is one of the best things that ever happened to me from, um, from, you know, some perspectives, but I have, I do have deep regret for my health that I pushed myself that hard in my thirties. So moving on every month, quarter and year, I reflect back on lessons earned. I started doing this several years ago with my friend Lily Farrick and my brother Todd Rader. And I believe Lily is the one that came up with lessons earned and I've used it ever since. And we still do it occasionally. And every, um, every week, my brother and Lily and I will share our, um, our peach pit and fuzz, which we got from Savor the Success. And my Speakers with Impact Mastermind, we do our biggest brags and our lessons earned every month. And it's a way we learn from each other. And in my new reflection and planning journal, which is going to launch in 2023, lessons earned is a prompt. I challenge you to start your failure resume. And if you can't think of many, I challenge you to do more hard stuff. Sarah Blakely, who is the founder of Spanx, had a dinner ritual growing up with her dad asking them to share their failures and he would celebrate their efforts. Write down your failures and celebrate the efforts that have made you who you are today. Thank you for listening to the Raider Co. Health Powered Productivity Podcast. Resources mentioned are linked in the show notes. We encourage you to check out our recommendations page on helloraderco.com forward slash recommendations, where we list all of our favorite products and services. If you found this podcast valuable, please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with someone you know that could benefit. Many of our listeners use our podcasts as discussion points for team meetings. If you want tailored team training or coaching, reach us at helloraderco.com.